Welcome to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. Find out what you need to know about preparedness, get all the latest tips from experts in the field, and learn what to do before the next disaster strikes. From the emergency management department in the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm Christina Farrell. And I'm Allison Panisi. And you are our listeners. And as always, we thank you for joining us. We want you to come back as often as you can, so feel free to listen to Prep Talk on your favorite podcast provider. You can also follow us on social media, on our Twitter at NYCEmergencyMGT, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and much more. In this very special episode, we will interview Andrew Diamora, known as Andy, our outgoing acting commissioner, who's retiring from city service. Commissioner Diamora has been working at NYC Emergency Management since 2014 and has been a dedicated public servant for more than 30 years, including most of that time with the NYPD. Thank you for joining us, Andy. Thank you, Christina and Allison. I'm so thrilled to be here. Commissioner, tell us about your path to emergency management. It's amazing how all this, uh, these decades have passed so quickly. Um, but you know, just starting as a cop back in uh, 1990, working in Flappish, Brooklyn, and then just coming up through the ranks, uh, just on the emergency management side, I wound up being the commanding officer of the operations division in the NYPD. So basically, you're the emergency manager for the police department. During that time, of course, uh, responded to 9-11, you know, just working with, uh, you know, planned and unplanned events. You look at the magnitude of, like, planning for New Year's Eve in Times Square and never really having had that experience before. You always work those details, but the behind the scenes of planning and then responding to uh, these type of events has really laid the foundation for me to come over here which has been fantastic. So you joined our agency, as we said, as chief of staff in 2014, and you also served as first deputy commissioner before taking the helm as commissioner. Um, I would say it's safe to say you have had a breadth of experience as a first responder before you joined our team, but how did the reality of your role match up with your expectations? You know, it's funny, you know, before I came here and just working in PD ops for many years, um, you know, you realize that no one agency, no one person can do it alone. And, you know, you take it for granted that, you know, you could do things without the input of others. But, you know, when I came here, I just couldn't believe the, the depth and the magnitude of how, you know, the, the hardworking people that work at a, a emergency management. Um, so smart, brilliant from the planning side to response and to recovery, you know, that emergency management cycle. This place covers the whole gamut with the talented people that work here. And it definitely exceeded my expectations. I've never thought that, uh, you know, to be put in here as the chief of staff originally for Commissioner Esposito. And then Deanne Criswell made me the first deputy commissioner. And it's just amazing that I wound up, you know, being the commissioner, you know, working with John Scrivani, who was awesome. And just to round it out has just been an amazing and a thrill to cap a career, you know, going into my 32nd year working for the city. So it's just been an amazing journey, and I just uh, I love this agency. I love the people here, and the talent pool is just uh, tremendous. So as you said, you've responded to an array of emergencies um, as a police officer for the September 11th terrorist attacks, um, even being a leader here at emergency management for the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so how have emergencies affected you both professionally and personally? You know, if you go back to like, you know, the first World Trade Center bomb in 93, I was a police officer. So, you know, my father-in-law worked in the Trade Center uh, at that time. And then 9-11, of course, you know, just the many days down there and, um, you know, the magnitude of that. 
and then working in PD operations, you know, coordinating efforts of the department for, you know, Hurricane uh, Irene and Sandy was really uh, a tremendous experience. Um, I think uh, how it affected me personally, you know, you see people in need and just gives you a, a more desire to help. Um, you know, and just being in this role, being the chief of staff through commissioner now, um, you know, you look at Hurricane Maria, how we all went down to Puerto Rico and really helped out the people, San Juan and the whole island actually. And we just have a tremendous group of people here that went in different teams. I was just so, number one, encouraged how we can make a difference in people's lives. Um, even not, you know, the sixth borough being Puerto Rico. And even here, I mean, we've go to just the basic, we go to a two alarm fire responses out there working with the team, human services, you know, people are in need, they need to have housing. And just to see that side of it where you don't typically see it as a first responder, whether in PD and fire, okay, the fire is out, you know, fire department was on, PD will, you know, they do traffic control, whatever the scene they may be. But behind the scenes, what emergency management personnel do is just, uh, it's just amazing how they help the people to sit in New York just try to recover from, you know, try to get that Red Cross, whatever it may be, human services, and working with the other agencies to make sure people, you know, have a place to go. So you talked a little bit about deploying for Hurricane Maria, um, you know, the what you remember, uh, your time down there in San Juan. But what are some of your other memorable moments here at emergency management, both in the field and in the office, and maybe remote too, right. since we're still in... Yeah. The age of COVID. You mean besides birthday babies? No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't be birthday listen, babies. No, without a doubt. Um, listen, just starting from the beginning when I first got here, you know, you look at, and it's funny how we ended with a pandemic with COVID, but, you know, looking at Legionnaires and Ebola, you know, public health crisis, like from the get-go, um, you know, it's amazing, you know, no one really knew how many cooling towers there are in the city. So boots in the ground, everybody, myself, you know, from... The second floor, everybody pitched in, try to get these locations, get working on vendors. I'll never forget in the EOC having, you know, working with logistics and getting those vendors out there to clean these cooling towers and having a protocol that wasn't known in place, you know, for DOB and DOH to get out. And now they have a system in place where they're checked regularly. So that, of course, the never-ending uh, power outage scenarios that hit us in the summer and in the winter sometimes as well. Um, you know, you know, I remember the first week that uh, Commissioner Criswell was here, and uh, the two weeks actually. And um, first, we had the Fourth of July, and then you know we had the Upper Manhattan, Midtown. Actually, uh, you know, a whole grid went out, so that was a challenge right from the get-go. And um, and also we had some other issues that year with uh, some heat, and just you know just keeping on top of it. And I think the biggest lesson for me, anyway, I mean, going back to even when I was a, a young captain, was establishing relationships. Um, you know, in blue skies when things are okay. And this way you could pick up the phone and get that information, you know, and just like push things. I think that's like a real critical part of our job as emergency managers is to establish those relationships. So when things happen, you could pick up the phone and really get things done. And, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, talk about power outages, our relationship with Con Ed has grown over these last uh, seven and a half years and uh, just really, you know, there's always going to be issues. Things happen. You know, there's, it's machinery. Things break down. Storms come. You can't control it. But what you can control is how you respond to it. And those relationships are a big part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're talking about relationships and, you know, fostering that collaboration and working together both within the agency and also our partners outside of the agency, city, state, federal, nonprofits, utility partners. 
Um, and one of the things that you always say is that this agency is a family and we treat we treat all of our partners like family, too, because that's the way we get our job done. Um, so, you know, this kind of goes back to that. I know you also are a family man. Um, who has been your inspiration? Oh, wow. Um, let's see. Work wise, I guess, you know, my older brother, he was a cop before me. You know, he really, you know, laid the found like how to do things right and. You know, of course, my parents, can't forget about them, um, who really sacrificed for me and my brothers and sisters. Um, so, you know, my wife, my kids, they're my inspiration every day. It keeps me more motivated because you want to, um, I always looked at it like this. You know, people think, you know, it's not an overreaction. You know, I see a storm coming or if I see power outages, because I think, hey, that could be me without power. Let's try to get it done as soon as we can. Because if, you, if your mother or, you know, you had a relative in that position, you would want to be on top of it. So that's one of the things that drive me is making sure that, hey, someone's out without power, someone, you know, lost their home from one reason or another. Let's try to do the right thing and uh, make it work. So, Andy, uh, as you retire, there's a new mayoral administration coming in. Uh, there will be a new commissioner here at Emergency Management. As you finish strong, what advice do you have for your successor? Listen to the talent that's here. Um, you can't know everything, but you'll know who to go to. So, you know, each bureau and division here is, is led by senior leadership who have experience and, and talented beyond belief. And they really genuinely care about this agency and the city. I think we can get behind that advice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so another question, what besides uh, me, of course, Christina, Allison, and Tashawn, our trusty sound mixer, uh, will you miss most about working at New York City Emergency Management, the police department, and for the city? Yeah, uh, you know, Allison alluded to it before, the family aspect. I've always tried to do that in anywhere I've worked. I've been the commanding officer. i always tried to make it light. You know, when, when you can, you need to just, uh, you know, establish, like I talked about the liaison, you know, the interagency, establish those relationships in Blue Skies. So when there's Blue Skies here, of course, we're doing behind the scenes, we're doing the planning. But you should also be establishing relationships with each other internally in, in this agency. So, you know, most folks know, if you work here, you definitely know, that we have three teams, red, white, and blue. Um, you know, they're activated three weeks at a time. They rotate. But you know what? We're really one team. And, you know, when something really happens, everybody pitches in. And it's not just one person or one team. It's a full court press um, when something does happen. So one of the things I'll miss about that is uh, is definitely relationships. You know, you go to the scene of, uh, of different jobs. Uh, you know, I like to respond to jobs and um, that's what you miss, the camaraderie between not just EM, but FD, PD, DEP, and, you know, going on the scene and coordinating things around just, you know, something simple. Well, at times a water main break, it could be, you know, rather severe at times also, but just, you know, seeing the progress of jobs, how they develop, how they, they're being rectified. That's one of the things I will miss of uh, is seeing how things progress because it's uh, actually exciting when you see things come full circle. Speaking with Commissioner Andrew Diamora of New York City Emergency Management and dedicated public servant. It is rapid response time. And if you are a first time listener, it's simple. Prep Talk will ask questions and our guest will give the first answer that comes to mind. It's time for Prep Talk Rapid Response. All right, so here's the first question. What's the emergency item you can't live without? 
Well, I'm going to bounce it to you. What do you think it is? You had to guess one word. Me. Starts with an F. Food. Thank you. Christine, <laughs> all right. Activation food. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll miss that too. I forgot to say that. Um, what is your favorite emergency-themed movie or TV show? Well, just to be a bipartisan here, I'll go PD and FD. So growing up, I loved the show Emergency. It was a fire department in, Cal in Los Angeles uh, show in the early 70s. Awesome show. It got me really into, uh, and of course, on the PD side, Adam 12. So that was uh, both in LA, ironically, but I, I love both those shows. No chips? You're not gonna? No, no, they weren't. Or Law and Order? Like no, those no, are... no, no. <laughs> no, what we're, we're molding me with those two shows. <laughs> I used to watch Emergency when, uh, it was when I was young. That was a good that was a good show for all those um, emergency buffs that may be a little younger than some of us. <laughs> I would definitely Google Emergency because that was a great show. Uh, all right, so this says what are better. I guess maybe what do you prefer? Cold weather emergencies or hot weather emergencies? Uh, both are equally painful. <laughs> but There's no uh, good emergency. Yeah, I know. I tell you, it's like a, it's a toss-up at times, but I think uh, compounding usually in the summer you have the heat and, you know, it's during coastal storm season, so I would have to go with, uh, with, hot, with hot weather emergencies or worse. Hot weather emergencies are worse. Okay. Last but not least, sum up your work at New York City Emergency Management in one word. One word can. only? Okay. If you can. Uh, dynamic, incredible. I'll use a couple of uh, uh, words. You um, get a free pass or, because you're commissioner. So. Oh, okay. You can have one per decade. We'll give you three words. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> dynamic, awesome, and fantastic. I mean, I'll sum it up also with a sentence that uh, those of you listening to this and you work at emergency management, you do an awesome job. Never forget it. We've been through a lot the last two years and um, you really rose to the occasion and you will continue to do so uh, in the future. So thank you. And I just want to encourage everybody, you know, I'm just a, a kid from Brooklyn. Um, but one of the main things I've learned is, uh, is just, you know, the experiences of others capturing what they've done. And, you know, just looking at our past commissioners, I mean, uh, Joe Esposito, who's more operational than him? I've learned so much from him throughout the years uh, in PD and especially here at emergency management. You know, Deanne Criswell, uh, she's Mrs. Emergency Management. She's so knowledgeable in this field. I really took a lot of what she did and really learned um, an awful lot from her. And she's at FEMA right now, of course. And John Scrivani, he really brought it all together. You know, we went through a lot and for him to come in here and just bring a sense of calm and, and common sense leadership uh, to this place really uh, taught us a lot. And, you know, I take all three of them and just I tried to mold myself uh, in these last few months and take whatever they the lessons we learned during those years and just really use that to my advantage. And, and really, I think it helped our agency a lot. And I'd really be remiss if I didn't really, if I didn't mention the heart and soul of this place for many, many years was Calvin Drayton. He was a great, great first deputy commissioner. He knew the ins and outs of this business, all the agencies. I mean, he was a guy that really leaned forward in a lot of things. And uh, I learned so much, uh, you know, me being here as the first deputy commissioner and prior to that as the chief of staff when Cal was the first step, I learned a lot from him. And I took all those lessons and, and really, uh, remembered them as uh, even to this day and you know how we could do things right in the city so i just want to leave you with that a lot of things we could do is uh, as we as we progress in our field and i encourage each and every one of you just you know 
take care of yourselves, look out for one another, because that's the most important thing is to, you know, uh, watch out for each other. So God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you for your leadership and for everything that you've done for us over the last several years and for what you've done uh, for the city of New York. We really appreciate the time. Yeah, and I would say, I'll get the last word. <laughs> Everyone's used to that. Um, I would just say you've made uh, the note, at emergency management, we have a front office where there's a chief of staff, a commissioner, and a first deputy commissioner office, and you've sat in all three of those. Uh, the first person to actually sit in two of those, I believe, and certainly to sit in all three. Um, I don't think that will be replicated anytime soon. Um, so, you know, for all these years, you had a whole career. You could have retired before you got here, right? Um, but you stayed, and uh, there were certainly, over the last few years, there were touch points where I'm sure you might have thought about retiring, um, and you could have uh, moved on with your life. But, you know, I think what really kept you here um, was your commitment to New York City and your commitment to our team. Um, and, uh, you know, I just want to say that because uh, people know I'm not shy um, to give you my thoughts. And so, um, you know, just thank you for that, because really you were the glue over these last couple crazy years that held that all together, I think, for all of us. Um, and I think you you felt a lot of that pressure on your shoulders. You even moved in for those people <laughs> who don't know. We have some interim housing next door, a little um, modular apartment. And during COVID, Andy moved in so he could dedicate himself to work and also not bring COVID literally home um, and endanger his family. So if that's not dedication and public service, there I really don't know what is. So um, just thank you. We'll miss you. But we know, um, you know, we have a lot of food around here and <laughs> we know back. you'll come back for, for uh, the food. So thank you. Well, thanks, Christina. Thanks, Allison. Thanks, everybody. I really enjoy it. And uh, I love you all. That's this episode of Prep Talk. If you like what you heard, you can listen anytime online or through your favorite RSS feed. Until next time, stay safe and prepared. 